Hey guys, welcome back. We're going to jump right in, grab your ESV. We're going to be in Proverbs chapter 7, verses 21 through 27. More on adultery. <laughs> With much seductive speech, she persuades him. With much seductive speech, she persuades him. With her smooth talk, she compels him. With her smooth talk, she compels him. All at once, he follows her as an ox goes to the slaughter. All at once, he follows her like an ox going to the slaughter. Or as a stag is caught fast till an arrow pierces its liver. Or as an, a stag is caught fast until the arrow pierces its liver. As a bird rushes into a snare, he does not know that it will cost him his life. Just as a bird rushes into a snare, he does not know it will cost him his life. And now, O sons, listen to me and be attentive to the words of my mouth. And now, O sons, listen to me and be attentive to the words of my mouth. Let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. Let not your heart turn away to her ways. and Let not your feet stray to her path. For many a victim has she laid low, and all her slain are a mighty throng. For many a victim has she laid low, and all of her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is the way to Sheol, going down to the chambers of death. Her house is the way to Sheol, going down to the ways of death. And that concludes chapter 7 of this Proverbs. May God bless the reading, hearing, and doing of his work. Amen. 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 Now, brother, you said that uh, I started leaning into this one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But you were talking about speech. And here we see seductive speech. And as we you know, push against that, we have to understand that is tempting to our heart, especially uh, when we want to see ourselves in a positive light. We, we wrestle with being people of the truth and sharing the truth. We need to understand that this seductive speech, it is very persuading, but know that this is to trap you. This isn't to help you. This is to kill you. To, to, to be an avenue for losing your life as opposed to uh, growing. Um, and what are you smiling at? I almost broke. Uh, <laughs> Who was? Verse 23, I think. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he falls like a stupid ox. Really? You didn't <laughs> see this cut? Really? What? Are you a bonehead? Are you serious about this? You didn't see this coming? And I mean, that's how I wanted to, to recite what you had just read. I had to catch myself. I was like, whoa, hold back there. Hold, hold the horses. It's, it it's, not, it's not a pretty picture. No, it's not a pretty picture. And I think the dad is making it abundantly clear that this is something um, that you don't see coming. This is the car accident. Yeah. Hey, my son, you're a strong guy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you're tough. Look at you. You're strong as an ox. A stupid ox that gets shot to the liver because it's stupid. <laughs> he wants him to know, let not your heart turn aside to her ways, that you do have a role to play. And often um, we want to blame the other. Yep. There is a role to play here for your heart. Your heart is driving your actions. Your heart is driving what you view as um, attractive speech. To know that this is not based on 
who you are, how you've been made new, how you are to live out according to God's standard. This is something that is the old nature, the old man, and she is calling to that. That's that's what we see here. We see that, you know, all the victims that lay, I'm assuming she's got them piled up behind the house, but the victims, there's a large number of them. This is like green fried tomatoes. <laughs> Exactly. Like this is clearly something that she does and understanding that you have no value then outside of the hunt. Never did. Like you really, that's the value you have is the chase and being able to understand that before the chase begins is important. Knowing when, then when what you're facing is simply a hunter. Absolutely or Huntress in, in this case. But again, going back to a, a, a beat, I've beaten on a couple times already. I again have to wonder, how did the fact of Uriah's murder potentially play into Solomon's telling of the stories? He's thinking about all of those heaps of bodies that are left behind. Again, you know, I said this yesterday, I don't know how the story would have been passed on, but what was really clear was at least Joab knew about this. And if Joab knew about it, Joab's brother probably knew about it. And there were probably a bunch of other officers. Certainly the people in David's house knew about it because David sent for Bathsheba and then sent her home. But he got word that she was pregnant. So there was communication going back and forth. If, if you watched Upstairs, Downstairs, which, full disclosure, I didn't. <laughs> well, from what I understand, uh, there's a whole life of the, the, real, the real story that gets shared under the, uh, under the tablecloth, as it were, of polite society. The underside knows what's going on and shares that story because they're going to keep it real. Mm. I, again, I wonder how this would have affected the way this this particular chapter was told and received by the father and son so what i'm hearing what what i'm hearing you say is that and we've talked about this before the ways that accompany this adulterous heart the waves impact many people this isn't a singular event where you alone have been slain but this impacts the life of all of those around you because now there is this loss. Either for good or for bad. I mean, let's be real for a second, putting you on the spot, but I know the commitment that you have to your marriage mm-hmm. and to your son because of the experience you had as the child of a father who was an adulterer. Yes, it's, it's one of those things where... Even during the proposal period, I made it abundantly clear to my wife, I can do a lot of dumb stuff, but that's not one of them. <laughs> um, like, I, I just can't fathom it because for me, this is one of those things that turns my stomach. Um, because again, I lived this out and I know the impacts and um, I want my fam, my bride to experience a freeing love. But then I also want my son to learn the proper way. I don't want him to pick up or pass on habits from my father. I don't want that at all. I want him yeah. to have a heart that understands 
Um, this is the best dad could do in following God. And you too can do better than I can do because you don't have that baggage. But no, your job is to follow God passionately, not follow other people from bed to bed, but follow God with your heart and a, a fervor, a bubbling over that isn't contained by a Sunday service, but impacts all of your life just as adultery would. Bearing my soul a little bit here, if if I were experiencing what is being described in this chapter, I'd love it. Uh, I, I can remember being younger and seeing the girls who were bold, loud, clearly enjoyed the chase, clearly enjoyed the hunt, knew how to allure, knew how to have the delightful speech and the eyelashes that draw you in and that capture your heart. And I desperately wanted to be the target of their what I thought was affections. Mm. And I was protected by that, by, by the grace of God and by my own stupidity and insecurities, because I, I never felt that I had a chance of, of actually um, being found desirable. But the older I got, the more I saw the cycle of chase, allure, pretend, fall, chase, allure, pretend, fall. The more time went by, the more I saw, not the physical bodies, but the spiritual and the emotional bodies that were left in the wake, oftentimes by the same individuals as they did go from one chase to the next or from one trap to the next, waiting as it were, for an arrow to come and shoot their liver. And when it did, you know, I was a nice guy. So I, I would often be there to help pick them up and to be a shoulder to cry on as they're trying to figure out what happened and what's wrong with them. And, and even in counseling now, this is still a very real story. Until we recognize that either you have value and someone's going to recognize the value that you have and they're going to, to, to pay you your worth or they're going to not recognize your value and they're going to pay you what you're worth. Mm. It's incumbent upon each of us to know what our true value is and then to protect it. It's just like our word. If my word, if I think I'm telling you the truth all the time, but I'm actually telling you lies and my values way up here, your value for my words way down there. And I'm going to get exactly what I deserve, which is not a whole lot of trust. Mm. But if I know I've told the truth, even if you think I'm a liar, I'm still going to hold myself up to that level. It, de it depends on me to say, no, this is, I'm going to hold myself to this because this is who I am. I am, I am not one who is to be entrapped. I'm not one who is to be permissive with my words, trying to trap people with my words. 
I'm not one who is to be led astray by my desires, ruled by my desires, but I am one who has been bought with a price, cleansed by the blood of Christ, delivered from the power of sin, and made new so that I can declare to the world the goodness and the power of my God. So that's what I'm going to hold myself to. And if you don't like that, I'm okay with that. But this is where I stand. Proverbs 7. Go ahead. I think that's a challenge for us. I think that's the challenge for us. I agree. To recognize what God has said about us is what matters. Whether or not our own self-identity is is found in that, that's what we got to wrestle with. What, what are we looking at to establish our identity that is not of God? Because anytime he graciously shows us that, that's an opportunity to, to bow the knee and to hew down that idol and give it to him. Hmm. With much seductive speech, she persuades him. With her smooth talk, she compels him. All at once, he follows her as an ox goes to the slaughter or as a stag is caught fast, till an arrow pierces its liver as a bird rushes into a snare, he does not know that it will cost him his life. And now, O sons, listen to me, and be attentive to the words of my mouth. Let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For many a victim has she laid low, and all her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is the way to shield going down to the chambers of death. There you go. Father in heaven, we come before you asking that you would help us to live out our purpose and calling, that we would see ourselves as you do. Yes. That we would understand that our value was great. I know we struggle with the gift being free and then understanding that our value is expensive. We ask, Father, that you would help us to to remember who we were and to understand even more who we are in you. Allow your word to speak to us as we look to see. Allow your Holy Spirit to guide us and to teach us and to remind us to stay out of the paths of the wicked. Yes, Lord. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day.